Hey guys, Riley here from Ponji.co, here with the third episode of the Podcasters Podcast. And I'm so glad you joined us today because today we're talking about DSers. And if you haven't used a DSer before, then boy, you're podcasting for an upgrade because a DSer is a podcaster's best friend. It reduces the sibilance, words with s or sh sounds in them, like chip, sip, zip, or jump. So it reduces the sibilance of those phrases so that they don't jump out in the listener's ears. It's literally a DSer. Once you start listening for sibilance, you'll never be able to unhear it. And, you know, now I apologize for that, but it's all in an effort to help you make a better podcast. And actually, this episode might go a little quicker because a DSer is a combination of the last two things we looked at. It's an equalizer and a compressor, uh, which makes it a kind of multiband compressor, which we'll get to eventually. But essentially, it operates like a compressor, but we can specify the frequency bands it looks like, like an EQ. A sibilance almost always occurs within the 3 to 10 kilohertz, if not higher, range. DSers look at these frequencies specifically and compress based solely on the information in this range. So, because a DSer is so much like the two things we're already familiar with, it makes sense that many of the parameters are going to be the same. From the equalizer side of things, there's a frequency range that we can choose from, typically from 3 to 5 kilohertz all the way up to either 20 kilohertz or an infinite setting, which is just anything higher than the lowest setting you put it at. So like from 3 kilohertz to infinity. From the compressor side of things, we have a threshold or the point at which a deesser will start compressing the signal and either a ratio or a range. So a ratio, just like on a compressor, will be the amount of decibels needed to move the signal up in this frequency range by one decibel. While a range is the most amount of gain reduction the deesser will use to keep the signal at the threshold you've put. This is more simple, but it's also less common than a ratio. That being said, with either method, it's very hard to overcompress the signal for podcasting purposes, and it becomes very evident when you do. So just use your ears on this one. The most important setting to choose on DSer, however, is whether you use split or wideband mode. Split band literally splits the incoming signal into frequencies with sibilance in them and those without. In split band mode, the DSer will only compress the frequencies you've set it to look at. So again, that 3 to 5 kilohertz to 10 kilohertz range or wherever you've set it and leave the other frequencies untouched. This is handy in music production where you might want to keep that airy 10 to 15 kilohertz sound that makes the singer sound more present. But for us, it's just an efficient way of reducing the sound. Wideband, however, will compress the whole signal whenever it detects sibilance. This can be very useful to podcasters with less expensive microphones where sibilant words have a tendency to kind of sound extra harsh across a wider spectrum than DSer would normally detect. So, you know, sometimes if you're talking into a, you know, a hundred dollar microphone or something like that, and you'll hear there's just a little bit more harshness. The frequency response in the high end is a little bit more resonant, I guess is the way to put it. And so a wideband can sort of bring down the whole signal more which is great because it will be reducing those high-end resonant frequencies more. But that being said, you do have to dial in your settings a little more precisely with wideband, as this method can reduce your whole signal, meaning that there's more chance of accidentally compressing words that don't have sibilance in them just because you've set up the compressor wrong, and so that can lead to odd audio dips. To help you strike the right balance, here are some tips just to keep in mind with a deesser. First one, Keep your threshold low, and I mean really low, like around negative 40 to negative 20 decibels. 
Because Siblings cuts through so much harsher than other sounds, we want to start compressing it as soon as we detect it on the track. So really, really low thresholds. Conversely, tip number two, high ratios. Again, really, really high ratios. Eight to one is a good starting place. So again, eight decibels to move up the signal's audio one decibel. But even that might not be enough. So be prepared to go as much as 15 to one or higher. Now that you know what sibilance is, you're never going to want to hear it again. And so low threshold and high ratio is really the way to go with these things. And this brings us really nicely into our third tip, which is just trust your ears. If you're picking up too much sibilance, don't be afraid to go beyond the settings we set up. If you're detecting too much sibilance, there is too much sibilance. Your ears are the best indicator for both under and over DS voices. So over DS means does your guest all of a sudden sound super nasally? Does it sound like this all of a sudden? Well, then back off your ratio a little bit. And then here's one that's a little bit more complicated, but it's a good tip to have, sorry, in your back pocket, and that's to double up on DSers. If you're having trouble, again, with sort of a part that's really resonant in the high end, you're getting a lot of harsh, harsh high end sound. Don't be afraid to try using two DSers in tandem. For me personally, I like to use a split band DSer to tame the sibilance only and then a gentler wide band to bring down the high end more naturally. So like have a really aggressive split band, but then maybe have a gentler three to four or five decibel wide band that's bringing down the whole signal a little bit can really help out with those extra crunchy S words. And our last tip for this, for DSing, is just compress and then DS. So keep your DSers after your compressors in your signal chain. Because we want to be using our compressors to bring up the volume and de-essers to bring down the volume of problematic parts. So it wouldn't make sense to bring down those problematic parts and then bring them back up again with the compressor. So make sure you're using your head with this one. Now, at this point, I wish I had a cool plugin like Tri-Leveler that I could recommend to you. But unfortunately, the best free de-essers seem to come packaged with your digital audio workstation. I've tried to find a universal and free intuitive de-esser a few times online and I've always come up empty-handed. So if you're using our complete guide to podcast editing and are using Reaper's Re-X Comp, keep in mind that you can go a lot lower than the threshold and a lot higher on the ratio than we necessarily list on the guide to get your voice sounding silky smooth. Because it is something that just, it's so personal to every person's voice. You just got to lock in those settings for what works for you. And you know what, guys? That's it for DSing. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're going to be back next week with two more episodes multiband compressors, and another one. I don't have my document up in front of me right now. But again, I've been Riley Byrne. I'm the owner over at Podigy.co. You should come check us out. We've got a complete guide to podcast editing that I mentioned before. It can really help supercharge your podcast and just take it to the next level and help you spend less time editing, which I know kills everybody. If you're using Audacity right now to edit your podcast, we can have at least half the amount of time you spend editing in there. So come on over, check out our podcast editing guide. We're building out information more and more. It's a whole free resource for you podcasters. And uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing you over there.